Before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. This is Stacey St. John, and I am so excited to be spending some time with you today. I'm even more excited for you to meet my guest. Now, before we dive into this wonderful interview, I want to share a quote that resonated with me, and it says, no one has ever become poor by giving. And those beautiful words were said by Anne Frank. Now, today, I am sitting down with Debbie Todd, and Debbie is giving back to others through her short-term rental business. And as you'll find out, she's still figuring some stuff out, but my hope is that her story will inspire you to look for opportunities to pay it forward somehow with your short-term rental business. So without further ado, let's dive into my conversation with Debbie. So today we are joined by Debbie Todd. And Debbie, I am so excited to have this conversation. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So let's go ahead and start by having you share a little bit about who you are and where you're located. Yes. um, My name is Debbie Todd. We are in Columbus, Ohio. great area. I'm actually from the South, Louisiana. My husband's from here. So I've been here now 20 years. Almost, I don't know if I can say I'm from the South. I'm kind of, I'm always from the South, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, right. But all of our short-term rentals are in Hocking Hills, Ohio, which is about an hour away. Um, This is a new thing for us. We've been doing it about three years. I am a, I went to school. I'm a physical therapist, still practicing. Um, I've worked all different settings, and right now I'm actually in the prison setting, which is amazing. I love it. I love it, love it. Um, So that is what I do part-time. I have children, three great children involved in so many things, running all over with them. And then my husband also has a full-time job. So this was kind of a newfound love of hospitality and just enjoying being able to get away an hour. And that's how we kind of all got started. It was so close to Columbus. We're busy. So we couldn't take trips far away. So my husband was like, let's look into something closer. We bought our first one in 2020 with another couple because we were like, what are we doing? We can't afford this, you know? And then COVID hit. Everything was like unknown. And then this place that we thought we were going to be our family getaway booked up so quick that we couldn't even like we couldn't even go. <laughs> that's a good problem to have, right? That's a great problem to have. <laughs> yes. Um, so that so that's kind of how this whole thing started, and it kind of went from there. 
So much of your, you know, last comment just resonated with me because I, as you know, live in Ohio as well, live about two hours apart from you in Cincinnati. And I also have investments in Hocking Hills, Ohio, and such a (laughs) wonderful, wonderful community and um, hotspot for folks looking to travel. I, I feel like it's a fabulously well-known or little well-known secret. I just, I've got a farmhouse that we bought there last November. And then just a couple of weeks ago, we closed on a hundred acres of land and we are building a resort in Hocking Hills. That is Yay! (laughs) So if you can't stay in your own property, I will gladly um, (laughs) find some accommodations for you. Um, So I want to talk with you a little bit further about your journey, because I know, obviously, as you have um, gone through the the journey that you've had in short-term rentals already, you've been very passionate about using that for good. And you're passionate about giving back to others. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about how you're actually doing that within your short-term rental business. Absolutely. So I think being a physical therapist, I've always, you know, raising kids, being a physical therapist, caring for others. I just, I've always done that. Um, I've had, you know, the elderly, I love the elder. Like I just, we've done meals on wheels. I feel like that's always been a part of my story. Um, and who I am and who our family is. Um, so when we started doing the short-term rentals, um, you know, as we started to buy more, our second one, um, my husband and I did on our own, and we were about five months after renovation, five months into it, I just kind of had this overwhelming feeling. And I told him, I'm like, I feel like it's more. I feel like I love the guest experience. I love the hospitality of it. But I feel, and I don't want to sound cliche saying this, but I feel so blessed to have them that I feel like there's a bigger purpose to them. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I have no idea. (laughs) I don't know. So, you know, just kind of thinking about it, praying about it, talking with others about it. Like, okay, sometimes just throwing your ideas out to someone and getting them out there stirs people's ideas. And, you know, so I'm a huge believer in big dreams, get them out there. I like get them in the universe and just see it just what happens. So started with our kids. Obviously, they're the most important, important to us. And how can we involve them? You know, they were involved with all the renovations. How can we involve them with what we're doing? So we had them each research charities, things that they wanted to support. And they each picked a charity. And we decided after, you know, looking at our finances and what was and we we review this every year because, you know, it it changes every year. But we decided that we would do 5% back of each rental would go to one of those charities. Um, and we we kind of threw it out there. And we're like, well, you know, like, do we do gross income? You know, how do we do this? And we made like a little um, formula. Um, I had a friend work, you know, I was like, okay, how do I make this happen? Because again, I want to make sure we don't go bankrupt. We still have bills to pay and, you know, huh. but um, so we were able to do 5% of, and I, it's not really gross or net. It's just, we were, we, we, it's our rental. And then we take out a little bit to cover expenses. And then it's 5% of that. Okay. But then what's really cool is that I want it to involve the guest in it. So we have them choose. So for every guest that comes in, we communicate with them 
of saying, you know, this is what we're doing. This is why our kids picked it. Which, where do you want your money to go? So that's how it all started. And we have had the coolest conversations and experiences with our guests from it. Um, one really neat story is when we started this last year, uh, my mom had just passed away in February and we started at January of 2022, the give back. Well, the three charities are Special Olympics, St. Jude's and uh, the Humane Society, which is so like it is so their personalities. Yeah. Um, we had not gotten any donations as of February um, for St. Jude's. And that was my mom's like favorite charity. Well, on the day of her funeral, we got our guests and we got our first donation from our guests to St. Jude's. And it was just like, oh. kind of took me back. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I reached out to them and I just told them, thank you so much. This is so special in so many ways, but I gave them just a quick little, you know, just to let them know what was going on. And they said, we would be happy to make an, even an extra. So they actually gave an extra donation to St. Jude's in honor of my mom. Never wow. Like, you know, it's just, so I think a lot of it is just getting exposure to different charities. And I know those are bigger ones. We've also worked within our community with smaller ones, um, getting exposure out there, just finding ways where what we're already doing, you know? So we started off that. And then of course I was like, well, what else can we do? <laughs> um, so I figured, okay, what are we doing? We are buying soap for our cabins. We are buying coffee for our cabins. Are there any other companies out there that give back? They're everywhere. You just lots of times don't know or don't see. So I looked up the very first thing was coffee. I was like, okay, we want to start giving back coffee. So I looked up coffee companies that give back and just started kind of going from there, made lots of calls, lots of emails, and ended up with a company they're out of Wisconsin, Torquey Family Roaster Coffees. And they are a huge give back. They just, they, we were trying to figure out like, do you donate to us? So they gave us a 5% discount. Ah, okay. That to then, and now we have evolved. We have um, sponsored a child through Compassion International through our cabin. So now oh. all of our amenities that we, um, so now we've, I've worked with eight different things that we've, like I said, we had to buy light bulbs. We had to buy. So I just reached out and I was like, hey, will you give us an additional 5%? And it's weird because, you know, we don't have a nonprofit. We don't have, you know, we basically put everything into, we have a business savings account. Mm -hmm. We've been using that. We pay, um, well, what we did with the charities of, with our three kids um, in December, we wrote a check and we actually went to the place and I had them donate the check to them and let them know why they picked their charity because I wanted them to see what, you know, I, I could have mailed it, but I was sure. like, I want this to be more personal, you know? No, absolutely. So I have so many questions that I want to ask you about this <laughs> and I want to back up a, a hot minute and talk to you about your kiddos. I know you mentioned you allowed your kids to select the charities that you're donating to and they did research and they ended up selecting ones that are very similar to their personalities. Talk to us first and foremost about your kids' ages. Yes. Um, so my son is 15. Um, we just got a driver's permit. So everybody pray for us. Um, <laughs> watch out. Watch out, Ohio. Watch out, everyone. <laughs> 
my daughter is 14. And then I have another daughter that is 11. 11. Okay. So they are in their teen and preteen years. And when you first approached them about this idea, were they automatically excited? Were they scratching their heads going, eh, I don't know, I don't really care. What was their reaction when you approached them with this idea? Well, it was a gradual approach approach because um, it wasn't just like, hey, this is what we're doing. They've been involved the whole time. They, all my crazy ideas are like, oh, here goes mom, another idea, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I started talking to them about the very beginning. I was like, listen, I'm feeling something. And this is before we even decided to do that. Um, so they kind of knew something was coming. So when I said, you know, what are your thoughts? Because initially we were just going to do one charity. And then I'm like, but I don't know how to pick. So I said, would y'all want to pick? And I kind of just threw it out there. Like, what do you think? And they were like, yeah, we'll look it up. You know, we'll, we'll look up some stuff. Now, you know, teenage kids, you know, you got to kind of stay on them a little bit, you know? <laughs> Yes, just a tad. <laughs> Have you done any research? Have you looked up your charities? You know, but um, but yeah, they were they were willing and um, excited. I, I'm, this is not a bad thing, but I don't want to make it a competition. But everything I see seems in our family, we're very sports oriented families. So everything is a competition. So initially, I had to make sure to kind of turn. It was like I've got more money than you've got. You know, I was like, okay, that is not what it's about. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So your, your kids selected the charities. You reached out to someone to help you basically create a formula by which you would allocate that 5%. And that 5% goes into a savings account, correct? So every month when I do the bookkeeping, uh, we go through our little formula. I put all the renters down, how much is going to go, you know, to what charity, put that portion of money into our savings account. And it just builds up and I ha have it recorded. And then instead of, again, you know, writing the check, we bring the kids and um, donate it per in person. Awesome. And so how are you, I, I know you mentioned you're letting your guests select which charity, when does that selection occur and how do they share that information with you? From the very beginning, I have texted all of our guests. So there was no automation. It was this girl right here. And I, and I have, you know, I text them, I say, you know, welcome. And then I have a little, let them know of, Hey, we, we, this is what we do. They can go to our website to, you know, find out more information but I let them know, where would you like your 5% to go? And then they usually tell me in a text that way. So that's with Evolve. With our direct booking site, I have it now automated that um, it goes into a text. And then when they get their pre-stay information, it also, they can let us know then also. Okay, fabulous. And do you also offer, I know you mentioned that one of your guests gave an additional donation. Do you offer for your guests to make those additional donations? And what are the logistics of how those additional donations would be received? We do not do that as of right now. Um, that when they did that, it was all on their own. Um, okay. so yeah, as of right now, we, we don't offer that. Okay. Gotcha. Wonderful. I'm, I'm curious to hear, I know you mentioned the one guest that, you know, was obviously um, excited to give an additional donation, but I'm curious what feedback from your other guests have been. How have they reacted to this awesome give back program? 
you know, we as hospitality as host, we love just connecting with our guests and making sure their stay is fine. This just brings it to a different level um, of meaning, intention, purpose, and the, everyone's responses have been amazing. I've gotten a lot of people that are involved, like um, actually two weeks ago, I guess said that their son was also a part of the Special Olympics um, and that they were super excited. We've had a Girl Scout troop come in and they let the Girl Scouts, they um, showed them all the different charities. So what I love is what it's also doing inside of the home. They're talking to, you know, they're now, you know, they're not only making memories, not only experiences, but they're bringing this a different type of purpose into it, which I want to bring more. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, this is just the tip. Like I am, there's going to be a lot more coming for me. <laughs> You're just scratching the surface. This is just the beginning. <laughs> um, so you will be hearing more of me around. Um, but yes, it has been just a really neat to hear um, what it's allowed our guests to do as families also. That's amazing. And do you have any marketing materials or any branding about this inside your home? We do. We do. We, um, we do have some information in the home. Also like our soap, we use soapbox soaps, which they give back a bar of soap for every purchase. So we have a sign in our bathroom and then their soap actually says it on there too. Um, we've got QR codes that they can go check out these products or charities. Um, again, work in progress, right? I, there's a thousand other things I want to do, but you got to, you got to start small and just, you see what works and see what doesn't work. And sometimes I might have maybe too much overload of information, but again, you know, just working on that. Yeah. Then also of bringing it out with the community, um, each month, you know, we we're doing the give back with the three charities in July, which we just had last year, I decided I wanted to support a local charity and July is our busiest month. So I connected with our local food bank. I have learned so much about our local food bank, which is so neat because, you know, we have short term rentals there. We go there, we come back, we do maintenance, we come back. But to be involved in the community, it just gives it a whole nother, again, purpose and intention. And yeah. I was talking with a friend saying that, oh, we're going to give back our 5% this month to the food bank. And she said, have you ever considered bringing other people on board in the community? I'm like, I haven't. Where would I even start? So I said, all right, let's try. So I called the food bank and I'm like, all right, can we make this like a camp, not a campaign or whatever, you know, she's like, sure. Mm -hmm. So we were able to give back. Uh, we got eight businesses together last year and we were able to provide 3,600 um, families with food. Wow. And I like to look, and I, I say that not to be like, oh, good for us, you know, that's so, but what a difference because I, our donation would have been great, but to pull mm -hmm. other hosts, other businesses, we were able to make such a bigger impact. And it opened my eyes of like, I don't want to do this by myself. I want to bring in as many people to do it with me that... And, and support as many charities or many organizations, because there's so many out there that I think sometimes just bringing awareness to them is huge. So yeah. just another different way of, you know, because we can only monetarily give back so much. But when you start bringing other people in, I mean, you can do all kinds of things. 
Absolutely. I'm curious also, again, I want to go back to the logistics of this because I think that there are so many opportunities to pay it forward and help others out. And I love that you have taken the bold step to take it out of dreaming about it mode and actually executing it. I'm curious the time investment for you. How much time do you spend on this aspect of your short-term rental business? I will say initially a lot. Um, but a lot of it is because I'm tr- I'm dreaming it up. I'm starting from mm-hmm. scratch. I really don't know what I'm doing. Although I am, I'm getting a lot better at it the more I do it. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, but that's with everything, right? I mean, whether it's this or something else, it's just, it's throwing yourself out there to try to figure it out. So although things are getting easier, there is a lot of time, again, because I keep wanting to expand it and make it more efficient, make it more accessible to, I've had other cabin owners say, oh my gosh, I love what you're doing. Can we get involved? And I'm like, yes, but I'm not sure how yet. (laughs) (laughs) So it's more that aspect of it, of I would love to be able, that is like my big, big dream of how can I, how can I make this doable for others? And actually anybody can do it. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it does take a little bit of time. It takes a little extra thought, but if I could Mm -hmm. somehow make that easier for everyone else, um, to, you know, say, yeah, I spend a lot of time on it, but it's more for those reasons, um, to make it even better. You're mapping it all out. You're mapping it all Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. I totally understand that. And, and understand also that when you invest time up front, mapping it all out, it gives you the foundation and the infrastructure to be able to grow like wildfire in the future versus just kind of building it as you're going and continuing to build it as you're going there. When you invest time and energy up front, it pays off in dividends. It does. You know, and it's hard. At, and I think that's part of the time too, is that being new and reaching out to companies that they don't, I mean, they don't know if I'm giving the 5% back to the, you know, like, so I'm trying to build trust. I'm trying to build um, just a reputable that this is where it's going. And there's ways to do that, to make it a little bit more, which again, looking into, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. It's, it's a lot of time, a lot of effort, but the rewards have been unbelievable. And it has just given like a new purpose and intention to what we're doing. Um, We've always had purpose intention, but it's just, it's more focused now. And yeah, just, yeah, I just, it's a newfound passion. (laughs) That's amazing. And I'm curious if someone were interested in implementing some sort of give back program within their short term rental business, Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to them? See what you're already doing. Don't make it hard because if things are too hard, we're gonna, they're going to fall, you know, fall short. So what are you already doing that you can, you know, give back? I think a, a, another thing that could be easy, there's, you know, depending on seasons and, you know, how busy you are, we've had some days that, you know, certain times of the year that just aren't bur- booked during the week. So we did a giveaway 
And we made it a little different. I just basically went, you know, used our social media and said, hey, you know, we want to provide a two night giveaway, but I want you to nominate a healthcare provider. Is there someone in the healthcare profession? So we kind of did it that way. So, you know, if you have some open nights, maybe use those to give back. I've um, reached out to some people, they do silent auctions for charities. Um, which is a really cool way and an easy way to say, here, here's our place for two nights. If you, you know, um, I'm trying to think of easy. We have our, well, we haven't done this yet. I just got them ordered, but okay. If it's not a money thing, can you, like, we're going to have our kids write uh, thank yous, like handwrite, which I don't, you know, sometimes they're like, what's this letter thing with a stamp? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Old school of writing. Thank you notes to our guests of thank you for them for donating to their charity. Now, I love that. And I just want to congratulate you on on what you're doing. I think it's incredible. It is inspirational. Um, And I think a lot of people that are listening to this, you're sparking ideas in their mind. And that's that's my big, and I feel even with you saying, I get a little like, I don't, I know I'm doing this, but I don't, I have to really make sure I don't want it to be about us. I want to be about encouraging, inspiring, teaching people of different, just kind of looking outside the box, Um, you know, and I I just thought of something else of an easy thing to, you can do that, you know, again, we have these beautiful places for people to stay. A lot of us have the social media. When you find that thing, you're passionate, you know, that charity, that organization, just post about it. Have it yeah. in your cabin of like, this is what really means a lot to us here. Go look them up. Just getting the word out about these organizations that people may not know anything about. And it someone may see it and be like, oh, yeah, I want to support that. So, again, it's just taking the time to think outside of the box. And that my hope is just, yes, I'm just, you know, you're like, oh, I want to try this now. <laughs> I love that. I do have one other quick question, too, that just came to mind. I want to go back to the 5%, because I do know a lot of short-term rental owners may have purchased their property at the top of the market when interest rates are up. I know a lot of short-term rental owners are struggling to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. And for them to think about, oh gosh, if I'm giving away my revenue, I need that revenue in order to pay my bills, Mm -hmm. right? So I just want to circle back and say, number one, you know, you're not encouraging people to, you know, give away money in their own sacrifice. You take money out for your expenses first, correct? Yep. Yep. We make sure everything is paid first and, you know, that we can continue to do this. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then secondarily, there are ways to give back without monetary donations. Mm -hmm. So, Again, I I just want to encourage our listeners, if you have the means to give back to charity or give back in a philanthropic way where it is a monetary donation, awesome. But it could be as simple as volunteering or asking, you know, your guests to leave additional canned foods to give to your local food bank. There are creative ways that we can be paying it forward within our communities. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yes, just think outside the box and the the options are endless. 
I love that. I love that. Okay, Debbie, I want to move to the lightning round. And I'm going to ask you some questions. And I'm going to ask you to answer with the very first thing that comes to mind. (laughs) First question is, where is your favorite place to vacation? I'm going to say Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, because that's where my dad is. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say that's a very interesting answer. But now it makes sense. (laughs) I love it. What is one place you've never been that you want to visit? Europe. Ooh, do you have a certain spot in Europe you want to go? Just the whole thing? The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. You um, you might uh, want to wait till your kids are out of the house because if you're going to go and see the whole thing, I know. it's going to cost you tons of money. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, when When my husband and I went to Europe, Several years ago, we used our points and we used our, um, like, we are, we're a member of a vacation rental club as well. So we were able to convert those points also to be able to pay for our accommodations. But what it was like a trip of a lifetime. I understand why you want to see Europe. And we've only scratched the surface with what we've seen. So, yes, so fun. Okay, what's one thing you know now? that you wished you knew when you were starting all of this out? Short-term rentals are not passive income. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Amen to that. All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? One, just one. (laughs) Just one. Okay. (laughs) I will say, oh, there's so many. This is the first one that's popping in my head though. Don't. Okay. Let me make sure I, don't build your property on someone else's land. Oh, don't build your property on someone else's land. It's a okay. Direct booking with Mark with the Boostly and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So, okay. So, I'm literally, you know, I just bought 100 acres of land and I'm thinking, okay, well, there are actual models where you can do a land lease or a condo, <laughs> but you're actually talking about direct bookings direct and our online travel agencies. <laughs> Where's my literal mind going? Um, okay. I, you know, obviously Mark Simpson is such a genius um, and marketing guru. And I think it's so important that we really take those words to heart. There's absolutely nothing wrong with utilizing online travel agencies. Mm-hmm. But we also at the same time want to be keeping control of our business through direct bookings. Yes. Um, and I just, and I think too, again, um, just the exposure to that. And as we grow, well, we had one or two, I, I probably wasn't as, but as we want to continue to grow, um, it, it means a little bit more now um, than it did, yeah. you know, when we didn't, you know, like, well, we might do this, we might not, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, what's one thing and or person that you're grateful for today? My husband and my children for supporting me and always being there to listen to my crazy ideas. Oh, <laughs> now I will say I my children that. don't have, cause when I'm c- taking them to and from practice, I have a captive audience as they sit there and have, to work them. <laughs> but we just, whatever they, you know, <laughs> we're left with no choice to listen. Right. <laughs> but, um, they hear, they hear most of it. They hear my frustrations. They hear my, my excitement. They, you know, they hear it all. So I really appreciate them for just, yeah. you know, Loving me through it all, the good, bad, and ugly. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I just want to encourage you. I mean, I, I, you know, I say it all the time. Okay. Here's a crazy idea. Here's a crazy idea, but those crazy ideas are what spark great things. Mm -hmm. So I just want to encourage you keep those crazy ideas flowing because your future will be very bright. Thank you. You You are so welcome. Debbie, if someone listening wants to ask you questions or learn more about you, what is the best way for them to find you online? Uh, I'd probably say our website. It's got all of our information on it. Uh, The Woodlands at Hocking Hills. uh, That is our website. And it's got our Instagram handle, Facebook, um, message, our email on there. And I love questions. I think it's just, if you don't ask them, you don't know. Uh, so I've had actually a couple people after I did a, another podcast, I had a couple people reach out. Um, they're like, do you mind if we just pick your brain? I'm like, no, I love it. Because you know what? I needed that. And I still do. Right. We all do. You never get to a point. You're always learning more things. Um, so I enjoy answering questions, talking through things. Um, and it may be in five minutes birds here. Usually it's in the car because that's usually where we are. You know? <laughs> yep. But uh, but yes, that would probably our website. And then all of our information is there. Awesome. Thanks so much, Debbie. Thank you. (laughs) Now, before you go, I want to give a quick shout out to some amazing women inside the Female Short-Term Rental Investors Facebook group. Danielle Randolph posted about an hour ago at the time of this recording, and she says, how often do you have your cleaner do a deep clean? Now, in the last hour, we've had 22 women respond, and it looks like we have a variety of answers. Um, Some folks are saying once a year. Some folks are saying um, every six months. But it looks like so far, the most amount of people have shared that they are doing deep cleans quarterly. So I hope that helps you in some way. All right, that's it for this episode. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you very soon. Hey sister, thanks for listening to the podcast. I wanted to let you know about a free resource my team is providing, the STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session. If you're looking to take your STR business to the next level, or heck, even just get it started, this free one-on-one is something you won't want to miss. You'll discover new tools for your STR business and outline an action plan that will help you achieve your goals and reverse engineer your STR success. This session is your chance to get the help you need to succeed. Schedule your free STR Success Blueprint Strategy Session right now by visiting stacystjohn.com backslash success.